Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Flirting is the difference between what's going to make her see you as like a friend or a guy that is really like interested in her. Absolutely. Yahoo. Snap, snap. Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. I'm Karen Lee Potter. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother. And her stand-up comic son, Cam. And today we have a real winning episode if you want to learn about dating. And this is for men and women who are single. Yes. Yes, this is a special special educational yet entertaining episode. And the reason I brought, I wanted to bring Mr. Lakari on the show, and I got a little resistance from Cam. Uh, I can't, you thought he was more of a, like a bad guy, a bad boy type of fuck boy or whatever that is. And he's totally not. Hold on. He wrote a book called How to Sleep with Two Women a Day. So obviously <laughs> I'm going to think this guy's a little bit of a fuck boy. That's actually what attracted me to him. (laughs) I actually, I went online when I was researching who I could have my YouTube channel. I'm like, oh, this guy wrote a book called How to Sleep with Two Women a Day. I'm like, I got to get this guy on the show. And it it was really interesting because I thought I was going to just drill him on what kind of player he is and everything. And it turned out complete opposite of that. He is absolutely on the same page as me. We couldn't be more different. This is an African-American man in his 30s. I'm a, a uh, non African American. I'm a woman. <laughs> non African American woman <laughs> who's obviously in my 50s, and we are just, you know, on the same exact page, are we not? Like, yeah, you guys have a, an awesome banter together. We are. We, and, and we, I think we're going to do a, a whole um, DVD series together. And, and, and which sprouted from this. It's, it's wonderful. I, I really think so. My impression of him changed entirely from how the time it's, the interview started. I, I was going into it a little skeptical, thinking, okay, this guy's his, his priorities in the wrong place if all he cares about is sleeping with women. But then I started to realize it's totally not about that. He just is trying to provide the skill set if you do have that desire to sleep with yep. multiple partners. It's about options, having the option if you wanted to. It's within your control whether or not you want to sleep with the two women a day. Exactly. So he gives all of these great, all of these great techniques and advice. Not necessarily techniques like a, a player would, but like he 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 gives you the the mindset that you need to uh, yeah. go into. Mindset. If you want to approach more people without anxiety and a fear of rejection. And the most important thing is that being open and communicative about it to the partner. Not, so he does not recommend at all being a player. He wants you to be 100% uh, transparent. Right, right. Exactly. So if you do intend to sleep with multiple people, they should know that you're sleeping with multiple people. Right. And so if you are a man or a woman who wants to improve your dating life and meet more people, this is the episode for you. You come to the right place, sunny boy. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned. Welcome, Mr. Lucario, to the show. Woo-hoo. What's going on? How you doing? How you doing? You're on Sex What's Talk up? with my mom. <laughs> I'm the Love mom. It. Love it. How do you feel about that, Mr. Lucario? 
I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I feel like I feel like more people need to do what you guys are doing, man. You know, because you got to You got to have sex talk with your parents. You have to. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, you, let's get right into it. Did you have a good um, upbringing as far as learning about sex from your parents? Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, my my parents are like open and honest about it. You know, a funny story too is that I, I think my parents were a little too open and honest because I had a, a science fair one time. I think I was in maybe seventh grade, and I did my science fair project on sex. Right. And, I, and and I was in like a, a very like Catholic school with the uniforms and everything. <laughs> And and I had pictures of you know penises and vaginas and stuff, and they took it down. They oh, gave really? me a they gave me a zero for the day. It was it was, it was crazy. <laughs> you got punished. No, that's bullshit. That's I know. So, so you got into this at a young age. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I do now. You know, I'm a, I'm a dating and life coach. So for those who don't know, um, I coach men and women on dating and relationships. Um, I help them find what they want, either it be, you know, like relationships as far as like committed relationships, just dating, sex, hooking up, whatever they're trying to do. I help them find that, you know? So. And what do most people come to you for? Is there, well, is there a, an average? Yeah, usually, usually I, I get a lot of guys who come to me because they want to get laid. You know, they're like, how do I get laid as quick <laughs> as possible? And then for women, they'll come to me and say, how do I keep this guy interested? You know, so they want to oh. keep the guy you know, around and stuff like that. So, and, and so the guys that come to you saying they want to get laid, are they're right. looking to just get laid and then leave or what are they? I mean, well, usually some, like some guys, they, they say they want girlfriends, but most of the dudes, they're just like first, they're just like, I need to get sex out of the way. Like I have to have sex. I haven't had sex in like eight months or a year, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. So they're just like, I need to figure out some ways to get more sex in my life. And then after the sex happens, what usually happens is I get some guys come back and they're like, okay, how do I, you know, get a girlfriend and keep it going. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, okay. like, it's like two different things. Like, you know, yeah. just getting sex and then actually maintaining a relationship, you know, it's two totally different things, you know? Yeah. So how do you, how did you uh, find yourself qualified to do this? Right. Well, what, what happened was with myself, I basically was a serial dater. I was just dating so many women at one time, like, you know, back in the day, cause I'm 30, I'm about to be 35 in like two weeks. So my birthday is on May 28th. Oh, happy birthday. And, yeah, thank you. And um, so, so what I used to do uh, back in the days uh, when I was like, you know, 19, 20, 21 coming up is like I was always talking to so many different girls. And at first I was scared to approach women. I, you know, I had I was like, you know, scared of rejection, all the different type of things that a lot of other guys are scared of. Oh, and yeah. I had. Yeah, I had like guys around my way, like friends around my way who were older, who sort of taught me certain things about like, you know, you know, talking to girls and everything. So once I started talking to more girls and more girls, I got good at it. And, I, you know, it, was, it became easier for me. And then I started helping my friends out, you know, talking to girls also. So then through that, uh, one of my best friends who's also my business partner right now, we, you know, created our company, iTax Media. And under that company is uh, my dating services. And we also do like photography services, videography and all this other stuff. And so I just basically started with YouTube videos. I started doing articles um, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. And then I started writing my own books and uh, created my own DVD programs, my own membership programs and stuff like that. Wow. So it's a full time gig for a while. Yeah, it's a lot of work, doesn't it? Yeah, (laughs) it's it's a lot. It's a lot of work, you know. So, do you have any success stories with this coaching? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I got a couple of people that I've helped that you know have gotten married. I have a couple of people, you know, especially like a lot of guys who've 
went from like really being just scared to talk to women to actually having like girlfriends, having multiple dates, all these different things. Um, even certain women that I've coached who never had a long-term relationship who actually are in them now. So I get like a lot of emails, um, a lot of messages every day from men and women. They're like, Oh, thanks. I did this. I tried this out. I read your book. I did that. So it's like, I, I keep getting all this feedback and I'm like, okay, this is good that it's like, you know, people are actually making it happen because I always tell people, you know, it's not really me doing it. It's me putting the information and you taking it and you applying it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's like, so it's like, right. So it's really them making it happen. So I always tell people, I'm like, Hey, you know, if you take it seriously and if you put the work in, you know, you can make it go down, you know, yeah. what, what is your, what would be like your number one tip? Um, I would say the number one tip is to be, be more bold. I think a lot of people uh, hesitate too much when they're trying to, uh, make things happen. So for example, a lot of guys, they, they see women they want to talk to, they see women they're interested in, and they come up with all these rationalizations as to why they shouldn't talk to her. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, she looks like she's busy. Oh, yeah. She, like she doesn't want to be bothered or whatever. And so they don't really, you know, make it happen in this. And also for women, I always say that a lot of times women sort of seem to play out the relationship in their head instead of yeah. really making it happen. So they'll mm-hmm. see a guy, a guy's interested and he'll want to go out with her and she'll be like, well, I don't know. He doesn't seem like this type of guy or that. And I'm like, just go and do it and, and put yourself out there and see what's going to go down. And then you then, you know, make a, a decision at that point. But don't like really, you know, stop things before they even start. It's, it's you know? unbelievable. I agree with you about that. Some of my <laughs> friends, they do the same thing. They're like, oh, well, you know, this and this and this is going to happen. And in, in the, both ways, they fantasize right. about this whole like relationship and where they're going to live. And they're going to right. ride off in the sunset together. I'm like, you don't even know his last name. Right. You know? exactly. <laughs> And exactly. then conversely, uh, really nice guys in their life. Oh no, no, he's got this, this, this issue. So I'm like stopping it right now. And I'm like, why? Right. You know, no right. one's perfect. So you're gonna have to just deal with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I like your number one tip for men, basically, because I'm agreeing with you. Uh, confidence is always the thing that I am attracted to in a person. So if mm-hmm. when I was single, if a guy walked up to me and he had the confidence, like one guy walked up and just you know, like there was like five guys, and I walked up to them, I said, "Who wants to dance with me?" And then this one guy just steps into the arena, you know, and I'm like, that's the guy because he has right. the confidence okay. to do it. Okay, 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 okay. What? But you are, are well, I, I see what you're saying. You're saying that the guy had a lot of confidence because he was up. the first. Yeah. Okay, but that's a that's a layup for him. He's a, he has an attractive woman coming and asking who wants to dance. Yeah, He's but not the other guys. But, are, but also, but also layup. too, but also too, you got to understand, and I tell guys this a lot, is that. Sometimes, uh, you know, women are waiting to sort of follow a man's lead. So a, a guy who's going to put himself out there as a leader, as like, hey, I'm, I'm confident enough to come up to you and talk to you and, and, and actually pursue you. A woman might like at first she probably wasn't even paying attention to this guy. And then yeah. as he approaches and she's in that situation, she actually likes the fact that he's putting himself out there and being that confident. Because a, the, a, a big complaint that I get from a lot of women, especially with, you know, a lot of people do online dating and stuff, is that a lot of women have been telling me that a lot of guys nowadays aren't being as assertive or aggressive as they should be. Mm. So, like, a lot of guys will talk to women, but they don't really, like, you know, uh, take the take it to that step to say, hey, give me your number. Let's go out, you know, next week and get a drink or whatever. Right. Because, Isn't that, it's amazing right. to me. They will <laughs> go like on for scared. years. Right. For They'll years. Talk and talk and talk, and they will never, like, pull the trigger and make it right. happen. You know and, what I mean? So. And from a, I do not understand that. What right. is, I don't even know why people waste their time with it online, texting and, and winking and all that kind of shit, and they don't go the next step to ask them out. 
Right. Is it, they're scared. They're scared of the rejection. That's really what it is. They're scared that she's going to say no. So it's kind of like a safe thing where it's like they feel like it's almost like, you know, when a person says they want to uh, start a business, but they just keep talking about it and right. they just keep making plans, but they don't actually put in the work to do it because actually putting in the, in the work gives you feedback as to if it's not working or not. So the same thing happens with men talking to women. Sometimes they get the feeling of, oh, I'm actually I'm in talk. I'm talking to girls. I'm approaching them, but they're not really going the next step to say, hey, give me your number. Let's make something happen. Because at that point, that's when she could say no. And they don't want to hear that. They're scared of that part of the, the interaction. You see what I mean? Totally, totally <laughs> agree. I totally agree with that. Look, I, I got two questions for right. this. Okay, so what do you, because I've heard my friends that are girls say the exact same thing. Like, oh, I'm talking to all these guys online. None right. of them actually want to go on dates. They just want to like, blow steam on my ass. Right. So what do you say to these girls? or How do you advise them when they're in this situation? Um, sometimes what I, what I do is I, I say that, you know, a, a woman can also, uh, initiate in some sort of way, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I, I say, Hey, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're noticing that he's not really, you know, taking it to that next level, you can just say, Hey, listen, you know, we should get together sometime, you know, when are you free? And then he'll, he'll be like, okay, I'm free this day. And then I can make that happen because sometimes, you know, unfortunately a lot of these guys out here are not, uh, really, you know, doing the stuff they should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then, so a lot of women are experiencing those situations where they're, they're constantly waiting for the guy to make it happen. But I, I always say, if you're actually interested in him, it's okay to, you know, say, Hey, let's do something. Let's make something happen because you were, he's already talking to you. You're talking to him and just like you know somebody has to push it forward right so if he's not going to do it you might as well do it you know what i mean it's not a big deal and then if it doesn't if nothing ends up happening you don't want to be with that guy anyway right exactly you know well that i I think that's a lot of their concern like what if they come off as this desperate Mm. needy woman i don't think it's desperate to say hey are you gonna shit or get off the pot right (laughs) but but, see that's the thing though it's like it's one of those things where if a, if a guy sees it as like, first of all, he, he's probably not even going to see it as desperate because he, the, the fact that he's engaging in that conversation that long with her anyway is showing that he's interested in her. Uh-huh. You understand? So he's going to want to see her. But again, like, like I've said, for, for, for a guy and for a lot of guys, you know, that one guy who's talking to her, he's probably been through so much rejection. And I always tell women this also is that that guy you're talking to probably got rejected like mm-hmm. five, six times this week. And, you know, he's like, man, I'm tired of, you know, getting all these rejections. And I'm, you know, I'm still, I'm kind of nervous to ask this girl out because I don't want to hear it again. Yeah. So I always say for women, if you're interested in the guy, it's okay to, to show that interest and let him know that you're really trying to make something happen with him because then it'll put him at ease and then it'll make him want to actually even, you know, do it more. So it's not not necessarily like a guy's going to see it as a desperate thing. The guy's only going to see it as desperate if he's not even really into you. You know what yeah. I mean? If he's just sort of playing games, if he's not really, you know, that into you, he'll look at you as desperate because you're not a, a, a woman that he sees interest in anyway. Yeah, you know? so it's a, and, they, yeah. and they do. Some, I think some guys do like to play that game because I've, right. I've heard that with some of my friends that are doing the online dating right now. And that is what they do. They just like, I think they just like talking to a lot of girls online and they right. have no intention of seeing them. And it's a complete waste right. of both. Are, in my opinion, that's a waste of my time. I would right. not bother exactly. with that at all. <laughs> oh man. That, that okay. bullshit back and forth. And then right. like, you don't ask me out. And it's like, why you, I mean, I don't know. Some guys must get off on that because they just like the attention. Yeah, right? it's like, I think like that's a, like it's a whole thing. It's attention. Yeah. That, that is it too. You know? So do you recommend people meet each other online, like use dating apps and meet each other online or is it better meet somewhere else more organically? Oh yeah. I'm definitely, I definitely, uh, you know, suggest, um, online dating. A lot of people have met like 
you know, really good relationships, even even if it's not even like, you know, something that lasts, you know, for a while. It could be something like a one night stand. It could be uh, a, fr- a new friend you meet. It could be a boyfriend. It could be a girlfriend. I know people who've gotten married off online dating. So I always say, like, you know, use that also but don't only use that i think a lot of people start to use that as a crutch you know Mm -hmm, what i mean mm -hmm. and so they're like so they don't have to have the real face-to-face interaction so they'll be actually out you know at a party or an event and they'll talk to nobody but then they'll go back home and go online and that's like kind of ridiculous yeah so also you know encourage the organic meeting of you actually meeting people in person you're you know you're at an event you're at a place to meet people like that because also it builds up your social skills and on top of that you know while you're meeting people in person, like it's, it's a, it's a different vibe because, you know, uh, a lot of communication is nonverbal. So that, that whole body language, the whole like, you know, interaction you're having is a different experience than you're going to have if you're just meeting people, you know, online. So I I always say, you know, do both, both. you know, whatever's going to, you know, help you get to that point, you know, just make it happen. You know what I mean? You made a lot of, you, you're passing up a lot of people too. Uh, if you're just depending on this online thing, if you're, right, you're passing exactly. up people like that, you can meet in Starbucks or, right, or your exactly. gym or something. All over the place, people are everywhere. You know what I mean? So and just to- you know what, and just put yourself out there and just do it. You know, because like, like otherwise you have that experience. Like we was talking about the the James Blunt song. You know? Oh my God! We're gonna sing that song again. Yeah, <laughs> your face and <laughs> <laughs> you're beautiful it's true and then he never sees her again he's like he's like i keep thinking about that every, any missed opportunity i think that's of that song that's what that's what always happens like guys every day they've seen a girl that you know they wish they would have talked to and yeah. then they never see her again you know and, it's a and, horrible and girl, feeling and girls too i mean right. there's times that you know you you're like see, even if it's like just to say hello to a famous celebrity i was i'm still like right. mad at myself for not saying hello to michael douglas i mean oh, i could have said hello i couldn't and i just like i just like thought oh he doesn't want to talk to me and then he left and the guy at the front desk said oh he talks to everyone he's so nice he takes pictures i'm like right. damn i could have said hello to him Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so I, I'm curious because I, I have this experience a lot where I'm like, okay, next time I'm not passing up this opportunity. Right. However, uh, I, so when I see, when I see a girl, I can often make up a, a story kind of like what you said the women right. do where they're like, oh, it's not going to work out for this, this, right. this, and this, this reason. So that, that often plays out in my head. And right. then I'm like, oh, God, if I say I do express interest or I do go hook up with this girl and then we end up breaking up, that's going to be very painful. And, and right. you know, he's, he's like he's always concerned about and I hope you can help him with this part right. that if he does hook up with a girl and it is like a one night stand or whatever, something quick that he knows right from the get go that it may not work out. He's mm. concerned that she's going to get too attached. Mm. Right. Or that she's going to get upset. <laughs> Right. Uh, or that, she'll get attached, or she's going to upset if it doesn't work out, right. and, they, and they break up right away. What can you say to someone that gets too concerned with that? I mean, well, the thing is, like, what you can do is when you're when you're dealing with girls, you can you can set up how you want the interaction to go by your words and your actions. So, for example, when you're talking to a girl and you know that, hey, you know, I just want to you know hang out for a little while. I don't want anything serious. You have to let her know that. At, you know, from the jump. And also you have to let her know that through through your actions. So a lot of times guys will say, hey, I just want to, you know, hook up or whatever. And then they'll end up calling a girl again and going mm. out with her for coffee, going out with her for drinks, hanging out with her, you know, going on dates and all this. So then your actions are, you know, it's not the same it's as what you said. And right? It's so confusing now, for the girl then right? too. And now she's going to get attached because you are 
you are uh, showing something different than you said. So it's almost like your your words have to be literally, you know, uh, in line with, in the, line with, with your actions. Exactly. Hmm. So, so for example, if you were hanging out with a girl, let's say I was just hooking up or whatever, you know, you could you could say, hey, you know, let's get together on Friday. You know, I'll come over your house. You go over a house. Yeah, do your thing. And then you leave. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the next time, if you call her again, you say, hey, what are you free? OK, I'm going to come over your house. You do your thing and then you leave. And that's <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like you don't do anything else but that, because then what's going to happen is even if she's really feeling you, she's going to understand through your words and your actions that, OK, even though I like him, he's not the, the guy that I'm going to be able to do those things with. So whenever I want to hook up, I'll uh, call him that's a whenever I want something else. Right. Exactly. So but the thing is, a lot of guys mess it up because then they start to, you know, do things like they're like, oh, well, let me just sleep over a house tonight. Let me make her breakfast in the morning. And then those actions make her feel like, oh, he could be the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, well, that's you're, Yeah. And, and it, someone recently told me, like, yeah, why are you going on a date with her? If, right. if you just want to hook up with her. Exactly. And, and I was like, well, it's a, I would be such an asshole if I were just to go over there and just try to hook up with her. Like, we, right. it, I feel like I'm obligated to, to go on this date first. And she's right. like, no, you're giving her mixed <laughs> messages. No, and it's true. You got You got to. You got to uh, make sure that the message is clear. Like, I, I was actually even dating. A, like, I was with a girl one time who she was doing that to me. Like, she knew how to do it. Like, we, <laughs> I would come over to our house. We'd have sex, and then, like, literally five minutes after that, she'd be like, well, I'm going to go to sleep right now, you know, yeah. call me again or whatever. It's just like, you know, like, she knew what it was, and then I was like, okay, this is good. Like, a lot of people need to be, so, you know, much more clear. The mm-hmm. problem is I think I think people think that um, they're going to, like, hurt someone's feelings by doing that or, they, you know, that it's going to be a big deal. <laughs> Yeah. Right, but, but it's like you're not you'll you'll hurt their feelings more for sort of having right, that right. leading them on type of thing, and then them feeling like it's something more than it is. You know what I mean? However, however, <laughs> sometimes you don't know from the get go. Right. Oh, the good right. good point, good point. Right. Yes, and, and and that actually happened with me with my boyfriend. Um, right. I, neither of us were in any position that we really wanted a relationship. Right. But when we got together, it was like. I'm like, well, why would I not want to see him again? You know, I want to see him again, you know? So then we saw him again. And then, you know, what turned into, it was long distance. And so it ended up turning into much more than that. I don't know if that's more common than that. But the point is, sometimes you just do have to be a little more open-minded. Right. And that, and that too, because sometimes things can change. Like, you know, your your feelings for him or her or, or both people can change. But at that point, it becomes like, more of a communication thing. Like you can say, okay, well, you know, at first, you know, I'm starting to feel these things or whatever, yeah. but it, it has to be communicated. I thought it was going to be a one night stand right. and turned into be a, right. you know, <laughs> 10 year relationship. Yeah. So some, anyway. Some stands happen like that too. They have one night standings, you know, they end up being married, yeah. you know, later, you never know. Uh, you know. Okay. So uh, we recently, we had a girl on the show who I was very attracted to. I thought we were going on a date together. She mm. thought we were just hanging out as friends. <laughs> and so we had to talk about that afterwards. <laughs> They yeah. did, yeah. yeah. You gotta listen to that on the podcast. And, uh, episode, I, she what said, episode was that? It was called uh, "Friend Zone" by Amber. Yeah, Friend Zone <laughs> by Amber. So, but she said I was giving off no vibes to suggest that I was interested in her uh, more, more than just as more than just a friend. Right. So, what, what did you say to her? Like, what? How did y'all? Like, what? How did the date come about? Did you like? How did you ask her or whatever? Well, she no, she asked me out. Which is what also added to the confusion. Right. She messaged me on Facebook saying she's a big fan of the podcast. We had met once before, mm. and then it, it came to fruition that way. Right. 
And then what happened on the date? Like, what what was going on? I, I thought we had a very profound conversation. <laughs> we were getting to know each other well, but I wasn't. She was like, "You weren't giving up any." He didn't touch you, her. Did you touch? Yeah, did, he I was about to ask. Did you he touch didn't her? Touch did you, her. Like, he I didn't try to he kiss her. And... He did not try to kiss her. He didn't even try to hug her goodbye. Oh, well, I was... oh man! See, that's nothing. that's the what thing. What do you mean I didn't try to hug her goodbye? I hugged her goodbye. Oh, I thought that didn't. She no, said I she hugged was her completely goodbye. baffled by this because she had no. She thought, "Oh, he totally gets this as friends." Yeah, because I. That's the thing, you know. I always tell guys like when you when you're with girls, that's flirting is the difference between what's going to make her see yeah, you right. as like a friend or a guy that is really like interested in her. Because yeah, like when you're talking to her and you're having a conversation, there has to be some sort of like you know you you touching the hand, you yeah. holding hands, you're pulling her in closer to you. Yeah. You know, um, you're even even the 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 stuff that you're talking about could be a little bit more flirtatious and sexual yeah, within yeah, this yeah. situation. So, you know, Bingo. like sometimes like if you talk, like if you were having drinks or whatever, and let's say, you know, you have your, 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 your hand in her hand and you're looking at her, you're talking to her, you'd be like, Oh my God, you have such beautiful eyes. And you know, be like, and just, you know, something like you got to show oh, that. Absolutely. There's a, yeah, it has ooh, to be, that, it has to be that because also, also, <laughs> no, also the reason why you do this is because you got to make sure that she's reciprocating the interest because yes, yes. sometimes you'll be in a situation where the girl might not be that interested or doesn't see it in that situation. So when you are flirting with her, she'll show you through her actions that she's not really that interested. So you'll probably try to touch her hand. She'll probably move her hand away or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that's showing, but you have to do that in oh, order for it to go pain, down. The pain though, <laughs> the pain when, when I go to grab a hand and the yeah. hand goes away, yeah. that makes me not want to grab the hand. Right, and, gotta, and I, I mean, that, that's a good indication that hey, maybe this might not work. You know? <laughs> or, or also too, sometimes she might be nervous, so you might have to pull back a little bit, and then you know, and then you can okay. instead of just doing the physical touching, you can do some more verbal talking and see how she reacts to what you're saying. Okay, you know me, what I mean? So, give me more tips <laughs> on that verbal talking because the, right. the physical touching might be too well, advanced also, right now. But even if it, even just the way you look at her. The, right. eye, the eye contact is right. yeah, but I was giving. There was profound eye contact. Right. And we were talking a lot about sex, considering most of the conversation revolved around this podcast, and mm. you know, which yeah. has to do with sex. No, but and, no, no, no. And, and we're, talking we're, about sex uh, outside of your relationship is different than talking about sex between the two of you. Like right, that's what I was about to say. I was going to say, were you making it personal to you and her? That's the thing. I don't know. No, you were not. <laughs> what do you mean, no, I was I not? Guarantee by the fact. <laughs> I don't know if I no, was. No, I could no, have been. No, 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 no. Because, like, let's say if you were if you were talking about, like, you know, I don't know, sexual positions, and then you'd be like, so what's your favorite sexual position? What turns you on? You know, like, something that, oh, you know, yeah. like yeah. that type Would of thing. You, you know what I mean? Because then, then, and then, you know, put yourself in the situation. So you'd be like, so hypothetically, if I was in bed with you and I was Ooh. touching you here, how, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. You're going to get her, you have to get her in the mind frame of, of seeing you and her doing those things you're talking about. Oh, so that's wow. the thing where it's, it's about, it's not about talking about it objectively because anybody can talk about it objectively, but as soon as you put them in a the situation with you yep. and then it becomes a situation it's where we're personal. talking about us having sex and then that's going to get her thinking about you and her having sex and that gets the things rolling. You see so what I mean? You got to start having her imagine you right. and her having this relationship. Exactly. exactly. Even, I, you know what I used to do, which is a little <laughs> trick for women. I used to literally, like, even if I wasn't taking a shower, I'd say, oh, I just got out of the shower. Right. If they call me, me on the phone. Right. Oh, right. I just got out of the shower. Immediately. Yeah, because he's going to imagine you getting out of the shower. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Now we got all the women one. talking. There's exactly. a lot of clean women out there. <laughs> 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 but, but the truth is, I think, I think, Kim, do you tend to get scared to even go there? 
Yeah, I wanted to rewind a little bit to the because yeah. <laughs> you talk a lot about approach anxiety, which right. I have definitely experienced. Well, first of all, here's here's one quick question. Right. I belong to a yoga studio. Mm, right. It's kind of my sacred space, though. But it also is a sacred space full of many attractive well, spiritual women. women. Right. Which right. tend to be the women I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. So do I risk going out with a girl there and then becoming a dis- – or asking her out even and then failing miserably? Why? Mm. What would happen? Rejection. So what? Well, then I have to see her every fucking time. So that what? I- That's cool. And you know what you do? I'll tell you what to it's do because fl- I've, 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 I've had guys in those situations ask me the same question. So the thing is if you're in a situation where you're going to continuously see a, a, a certain girl because I know like I, I had At a friend who went to college – and, you know, it was a girl in his class or whatever, same thing. He was like, oh, what if I talk to her? And then this doesn't happen. I have to see her. Right. The thing is, you can you can still approach and talk to them and say, hey, you know, what are you doing Friday? We should get together, get a drink, hang out, whatever. And if she rejects you, you know what I'm saying? Then it's okay. When you see her again, you just talk to her regularly like how you would have regularly talked to her. You'd be like, hey, how you doing? How's your day? And then just keep it moving. You know what I mean? Because if you make it awkward, yeah. then it's going to be awkward because you're making it awkward. But if you come and make it like, oh, it's no big deal, yeah. then it's going to be no big deal. You know what I mean? And then there's other women that you can also talk to. You, you know what I mean? Every one in the yoga studio right. until you get a yes. <laughs> right, well, exactly. So, but then what happens if I did start hooking up with one of them? Right. And then something goes awry, and maybe one of us develops feelings for the other, and the other doesn't. Right. You're always I mean, at risk for that, though. Yeah, yeah that, but then that, you, but you're not at risk of always seeing them. After big deal. That. So right. you see them. Right. What is and, that and, and, you and have the, a yeah, relationship. Is, you're mature. Right. And the thing is, again, is communication. Like when you're when you're habit. Like a lot of a lot of stuff can be solved with one conversation. You know what I mean? Like. A lot of different things is what happens is a, a lot of times people are very passive aggressive towards each other and they don't really say what's going on. So then you start assuming things and then this and this, mm. this crazy stuff happens. So if you're let's say you were with that person and let's say she's developed feelings for you or vice versa, whatever. And, you know, you're, you're feeling a certain way and that communication you, that you're having can be had and then y'all can say okay well this is what is going on this is what it is and then y'all can move past you know the assumptions you know what yeah. i mean and then it'll be easier for y'all to be in that space and to do what you got to do because even because you know for example like i remember when i was in college i was um dating this girl and there was another girl in my in my um class that I wanted to see. So I told the girl that I was dating, I said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm seeing you, but I'll, I need to let you know, I might also talk to so-and-so, you know? So the thing is, she didn't have a problem with it because I was, you know, I was upfront about it, oh, wow. you know what I mean? And, and we were just sort of dating wasn't anything serious. So it, I set up that frame to where I was like, okay, this is what it is. And she, you know, and she respected that I was doing that instead of like sort of like making it a sneaky thing or sort of, you know what I mean? Like, so did she still continue face. going out with you? Oh yeah, yeah, we were still hanging out. The, the other girl um, that I was that I tried to talk to, like, we went out like maybe once, but it didn't really work out. You uh, know what I mean? But it was like, but it was the thing was when I was in class, you know, I was just hanging out, I was talking to her, I was talking to the other girls, talking to everybody else, just you know, being regular. And then outside of class, you know, I would see the other girl maybe here and there, and you know, just do my thing. But again, the thing is communication and letting people know what's going on yeah. it really helps a lot in in the long run because a lot of times people don't communicate because they think well you know i don't want to say this to this person because i'm not them. sure if they're going to like it and sometimes they won't like it and that's okay mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's better to put that out there so that everyone's on the same page and then you can make more informed decisions you totally. know what i mean 
Well, yeah. Um, you got I think you got to just put your big boy pants on and say, right. <laughs> I'm going to talk to these girls, and if they get attached right. or if they get hurt or if they get this or that, at least I'm going to be open and genuine. And and you're right. all about integrity and, and being who right. you, you know. Just be honest. Yeah. It's so all you can do. All you can do is your part. That's all I'm saying. You, you got to just do your part. Let them know what's going on, and then after that, you know they also have to be responsible for their own feelings because you can't, that's, I think a, a big thing is that people are always trying to, uh, you know, coddle other people uh, and all you can do is, you know, give them the, the respect to say, Hey, look, you know, I'm letting you know that this is who I am and this is what I'm about right now. So if you, you, you have to make an informed decision to either take that or leave it, you know what I mean? And yeah. if you take it and then, you know, whatever happens from that, you know, yeah, but it, it is, you know. <laughs> so. it, yeah, I mean, it just seems it's it does seem like a right. lot of risk and work. Um, right. <laughs> in, in a, so you those, can either shy away from it and not have any dates, which is very right. easy, or you could just right. ask a bunch out. And I think, from a woman's perspective, someone asks me out, I'm not going to think of it as awkward or uncomfortable. I'm thinking of it as flattering. I'm right. like, okay. I'm in yoga. Some cute guy asked me out. I'm not interested in my boyfriend or whatever it is. I'm not. I'm not in the mood. He doesn't. I don't like brunettes. Big deal. I'm still going to be flattered that he asked me out. Well, okay. what? I, I guess there's another component, which is like there are other people around. Like there's the there's the yoga teacher who I I, I don't want to have him here or her here that I'm right. asking a girl out in the class. So you say, can right. I talk to you after class? Right. That's oh, it's true. It's, it's true. so intense. And, Can I talk to you after class? Oh, just like saying, and, hey, well, well, I, 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 uh, I left something in the hallway. I have to talk to you. Can you come out here for a second? Right. And, and that's a good point, too. That's a good point that you're saying because um, sometimes it's actually better to talk to, to – it would be better to talk to her after class and away from everybody mm-hmm. because uh-huh. sometimes even if a woman is interested in you – the fact that there's other people around may, may make her feel, uh, you know, kind of awkward and yeah. that will make her, you know, that, that impacts her decision. So let's say like after class is done, even if she was just sort of on the side, you know, getting her stuff together, then, then that's when you can go and, you know, talk to her. Not necessarily, yeah. you don't need to do it right in front of everybody else. Everybody's <laughs> looking across at, the room. Yeah, exactly. You and the downward dog. You want to right, cross exactly. <laughs> so, so it is actually better to you know, sort of pull her to the side or if you catch her in a hallway, to have that conversation while it's just you and her, because then she'll give you a more honest reaction at right. that point, you know? Right. 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 So, so then wait, wait, how do you feel about all this? Are you, are you, are, is this something you think you could do? Uh, yes. I still debate whether it's worth it or not to, to put in jeopardy or make that yoga studio at all a, uh, anxiety provoking space. Right. Cause I, I, I went out with a girl who, it, who later joined my fucking yoga studio, and then we broke up. And I, every time I walked in, I was like, "Oh fuck, I might be going entering this <laughs> yoga studio where she might be." Right. That's how I felt about like whether or not I should have sex with my hair colorist. I'm like, "Why? <laughs> if I do that and it ruins it, then I can't go to that hair colorist." And I love my hair color, so I'm not going right. to have sex with him. Right. It, it all the it all depends. That. You got to think about ways the pros and the cons. You got to risk the fact that it could go be uncomfortable right but is it really going to be that uncomfortable for you if you ask a girl out and then she says i'm with somebody or i'm not interested and then you're back to downward dogging again what but but it's not the word what like in this situation uh the girl that i was going out with it, it did because i was i was hurt by you know having gone broken up with her mm-hmm and so it was every time I watched in the yoga studio, I was reminded that she yeah. existed and right. that I could potentially see her again. But I think that can right. happen in any city. If you're working in a work situation, you break up, you're still working with the person or you, you go to the same uh, 
grocery store every day or the same Starbucks every day. You break up with them and you're not supposed to go to the Starbucks anymore. And this is the problem. Yes. No. Your voice at Starbucks. Well, what do you think, Dr. Lucario? Have you broken up with people? Dr. Lucario. Dr. Lucario. Have you broken up with people and then you see them the next couple weeks and is it uncomfortable and then it eventually gets better or what happens? You know, it could be uncomfortable, but again, it's like, you know, you got to, you got to sort of be cordial and, and understand, like, okay, you know, if you're in that situation, you know, as long as as long as you yourself, you know, are mature about it, if the, you know, hopefully the other person will, and then it can be sort of like just a mutual thing, like, hey, you know, we, we're here, we're just gonna do what we got to do here, and then you know, leave and do whatever we got to do. So you don't have to necessarily engage with the person, and if you, but the thing is, you don't want to necessarily run away from uh, that situation because then now you're you're sort of running away from. Um, you know, that those interactions and that doesn't really help you because you sort of t- trying to like deny it or trying to deny your feelings or whatever. It's going to just make it bigger and make it more of an issue. Right. The thing is, you have to work through it. You feel what I mean? And a lot of people don't understand about when, once you work through what's going on, you sort you sort of see what's really happening instead of trying to run away from it, because running away from it is not really helping you because it's not necessarily even your the ex-girlfriend. It's 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 something bigger than that. You understand? Mm. You're running away from your your actual like uh, you you confronting what's really going on, what's really happening with your feelings. It's sort of, it's sort of like when someone's depressed. Mm. When a person's depressed, what most people try to do is they try to get out the depression. They're like, oh, you know, I got to be happy. I got to be happy. I got to stop being depressed. Instead of doing that, when you're doing that, you're fighting against the depression and it makes you more depressed because you're focusing on the depression instead of just going through the depression mm-hmm. and be like, well, you know what? I'm depressed right now and let it pass. It's almost like, it's mm-hmm. almost like imagine yourself as the sky and your depression is the clouds. You just watch the clouds pass by and it's going to pass by. Yeah. So See same- why I call him Dr. Lucario? <laughs> so, this so is why. Same- <laughs> so the same thing with your, with your ex-girlfriend is like, you're going to probably feel a certain way. You're going to feel those feelings, but, you know, confront it and say, you know what? I'm feeling this way and this is what it is. And at, at a, and eventually it's going to go away. It's the same way where if like when you break up with somebody, you have that hurt, you have that feeling of, oh my God, I feel so hurt and blah, blah, blah. And then it, it sort it passes. It's like, think about someone you, you were with maybe 10 years ago. You probably don't even think about them today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's that type of thing. Like it's going to pass either way. So you don't, but you don't want to run away from uh those situations because then all that's going to do is create a habit of you getting in avoiding. situations like avoiding. that and avoiding it and avoiding it and you're not really confronting the mm-hmm. your you know yourself you know what i mean yeah so that's really what it's about so maybe you're right though that cam and that that when it comes to that kind of thing maybe part of it is that you're uh fearful of, right. of the whole intimacy process altogether and maybe it has nothing to do with that you don't want to see yeah. him again at yoga mm. Yeah, it could be it. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> you might be something there. So uh, I want to talk to you a little about that book that right. you were discussing earlier, How to Sleep with Two Women a oh, Day. I, yeah, How to Have Sex with Two Women a Day, yeah. How to Have Sex with Two Women a Day. So what is what would you say the basic premise of that book is? I mean, is it really to train, train guys how to sleep with two guys, two women a day? Yeah, well, basically the, the point of it actually is to get a guy in a position where he has options, he has the option to have sex with multiple women if he feels like it. So that's really what it is. Because the thing is, when a guy gets to a point where he 
you know, has a, a number of different girls he can literally call at any time and go on a date or have sex with, that's the point where a lot of guys want to be, especially when they're in a stage where they want to date a lot of different women. So, you know, in the book, I teach them sort of how to do it and, you know, how to do it safely, how to make sure you're doing it like, you know, w- w- like in an authentic way where you're not really, you're not deceiving anyone, you're not using any cheesy pickup lines, you're not like, pretending to be something you're not so i sort of do it in a way where it's natural so that any guy can sort of follow it and learn how to really implement those things and it's like super easy to follow and i think a lot of times um like people make the the you know learning these things more complicated than it needs to be and i always tell that if a guy really just you know uh, uh takes it seriously and puts himself out there and learns what he needs to learn and practices it it's going to start falling into place and he's going to start seeing that, okay, wow, I'm actually getting girls who are really interested in me, who really want to really be with me and get with me. And it's going to, it'll get to the point where it can almost be overwhelming. Cause I, I remember one time I was, man, I think I was dating like maybe like eight to maybe 10 girls at one time. You know what I mean? Oh and it was just God. like uh, unmanageable. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so you, uh, people that are not uh, people listening to this probably yeah. are like, is this guy like phenomenally great looking? And you know, Mr. Right. Macario is good looking. I mean, oh, are you, you right. are you're good looking, and and you know, I can't see your body, but you look like a decent body. But you're not like beyond. I mean, you're not like this like right. superstar. You're you're good exactly. looking guy. So I don't right, want but, people but, to think, also, oh, well, he must be like phenomenal looking. No, right. he's, he's like, you know, he's right. above average. He's ugly as fuck. He's, he's ugly as fuck. Exactly. Not, not, I'm, I'm terrible. Good, exactly. Like, no, but you're a good looking guy, but you're not like beyond. I mean, I don't want people to think that you have to be like phenomenal in all respects. I, and that's true. And the funny part is, is that that's what a lot of guys think. They think that, oh, I got to be like this best, the best looking dude. And dudes, you know, if a guy's a really good looking, women will check him out or whatever. But that doesn't necessarily equate to him, you know, having sex with these girls or even getting with them because a lot of times what I tell guys is that for women it's all about the feeling and how they feel in these interactions that yep. they're with you so if you are a guy who knows how to interact with the girls and create that feeling that's the thing that's going to make them want to continue seeing you because the feeling is what it's it is what draws them to you it's sort of like you know when you um like let's say you have a, a comedian that you really like or a, a, a rap artist or a musician or even like an actor. Like there's some people I know who they will go see a movie just because this actor is in it. They, mm-hmm. they didn't see a preview. They don't know what the movie's about. Hmm. It's just because Brad Pitt is in it. I'm going to see it. Or just because, you know, uh, Drake came out with a new album. I'm buying it just because, you know, yeah. uh, Chris Rock or Bill Burr is doing comedy. I'm watching their special. I don't sure. even need to see a preview. So it's because those people created a feeling that these people have. They're like, oh, I feel a certain way when I'm, you know, watching these people's stuff. So the same thing occurs when a woman is is, is uh, interacting with you. If you create that feeling, in order for her to get that feeling, she needs to come to you. You understand? And so that's the type of thing that I teach guys is that you have to know how to be able to create those feelings within the situations. That's what's going to gravitate the girls towards you. And, and the thing is, that feeling technically has nothing to do with looks because you have a guy who's really good looking and then a woman talks to him and she's bored as hell and that it just doesn't do anything. And I think that's more (laughs) actually, I think that those really unbelievable looking guys, they never developed personalities because they never had to when they were young and they're like the drips. Okay. You like, I'd be like, Oh, he's so good looking. I'm going to talk to him. And then in five minutes in the conversation, I'm like, see ya. I'll go after the short balding guy over there because he's got the funniest personality and he's got the sex appeal. It's gotta be both. I mean, they've got that. Well, what you're talking about though, is this, this magnetism and this sex appeal and this confidence that like, 
when I was in college, there was one guy. Like, everybody wanted to sleep with this guy. Oh, Why? Because we all know about we him. We know about him. But <laughs> it's because he had, like, not just the bedroom eyes, which mm-hmm. every guy can have. It's just a matter sure. of using them. It's he had this, like, confidence in the way he talked to me or talked to these other girls. Like, right. you know, you want to sleep with me. You know, he'd just be like, you know you do. And then after yeah. a while, you, you just, just know you, you do. <laughs> I mean, you just do. But see, that, that, it's but almost like that, right, even, even that he's creating that feeling it's like we were talking about earlier where when you were on a date with the girl if you're sort of bringing up those things as i am telling you this is what's going to happen yeah, and we're, we're yeah. creating that situation that makes it go in your mind you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> that type of thing so, so is that really that's really the key to make them to make them believe that that they want they want to they feel a certain way around you Right. And but but also, too, it comes from you have to you also have to feel it. It's almost like I, and I actually you talked about it. this you in my book. You can't just talk about it. You cannot right. just talk about it. You have to make them believe that. It right. sounds like you're acting. You right. have to believe it. Right. That's what I was about to say. It's kind of like when you watch an actor in a movie, they have to believe they're the character and then you believe they're the character. You understand what I'm saying? Like when you see a bad actor. It takes you out of the the, the situation because it, it just suck. You don't it's it's you don't believe them. Uh-huh. But when you see when you see an actor become that that, that character, person. and then you're watching a movie, and then you're sort of like you forget you're watching Johnny Depp or whoever you're watching. You know what I mean? You're, you're just seeing that character, and then you you believe that. So the same thing when you're talking to a girl, when you believe that you are that awesome of a guy, and you're having a conversation, I could if if you believe that, like let's say for example. You believe what you're saying, and I don't believe what I'm saying. And then we could say literally the same exact sentence. But if you believe what you're saying and I don't, the girl is going to feel you more because the energy comes. It's it's a whole different type of energy. So it's all about you actually literally believing that. So this is why even when I work with with, uh, male clients, I always, um, you know, get them to the point where I, I have to have them sort of understand their value and understand their worth. Mm. So when they're talking to women, they know that, yo, you know, I'm the type of guy that women want, you know what I mean? And they actually internalize that. It's almost like you got to internalize it. A lot of times, the reason why a lot of guys have issues and, and they're not really attracting women is because they, they come up to women, uh, you know, as a guy who's not sure of himself, as a guy who's scared, as a guy who's hoping that this woman would just give him a chance and all this yeah, other desperado. stuff. Instead of, right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> saying, listen, Listen, you know, I'm awesome. I'm approaching her and I'm going to make I'm going to see if she's cool enough to be with me. Mm. So when you have that yeah. mindset, that's going to make a girl like be like, oh, my God, who is this guy? And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's going to make her mm. want to yeah. get with him. You know I, what I mean? I, especially like I when I was dating, I was like, every time I go on a date, I knew at the end of it, it was up to me if I'm going right. to go out with him again. It right. was not, right. And like, I have girls that go on dates and like, oh, I don't know if he's going to ask me out again. I'm like, hey. It was never, I'm worried about this guy. It's always like, uh, he's of course going to ask me out again. It's whether or not I want to go out with him. It's like, you rate yourself. You rate yourself. Like, what do you rate yourself internally and externally on looks and on personality? If you rate yourself a two or three, what guy is going to want to go out with that again? You know, you want to rate yourself at nine or a 10. Mm -hmm. That's where you want to be. If you're a nine or a 10, then you got a good chance of getting nine and tens. Right. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm also hung up a little bit on the title. You don't. I love is there that any. Fun. You told me though. You told me, <laughs> Mister Lucario, that it yeah. wasn't really like you're going to sleep with two women a day. It was more about right. you have the option to sleep. Right. With. You could choose to sleep with no women, but you're going to have that right. option. That's what exactly. your idea was. So right. Right. So, go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that 
it's it's more about the the putting yourself in in position. You putting yourself in the position. It's kind of like it's kind of like if you if you're if you're rich, you know, you have the option to buy twenty cars if you want because you're rich. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to or you need to, but you can. Versus a guy who's like you know he's broke. He he can't fathom. He can't even do. It. He just can't do it. So it's it's getting you to the point where you become like that rich guy where it's like I have the ability to do this. So this is the, so that's the point. And the thing is, is that once you, once you have that abundance of women, you can literally do that if you want. Mo- I, and I, I'll be honest, you, you probably won't do that all the time. Cause I've done that a couple of times and it's like, you know, it's exhausting. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta remember like, like you their can, names. You, you gotta call them other. Good if you want, you know, I'm just you saying. Gotta, there's a lot of things you gotta worry about. Like, right. you know, like, what did I say to her last time? <laughs> and you don't, and you don't feel it's ethically like a little wrong, like mm. to be playing all these women all at once. No, no, that's the thing. You don't, you, they know they, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you are dating women, it's, you know, the thing is you can grant them the courtesy to let them know that you're seeing other women. You don't I technically see. need to even. You can, like, if you're, if I'm dating, like, three or four girls and we're not in a monogamous relationship, if we're not, you know, I didn't promise anyone anything, I'm just going out and doing my thing, I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm just doing my thing. I don't necessarily need, even need to let them know. But you can grant them the courtesy and say, hey, you know, listen, um, I'm, I'm nice out you. here. You know, I'm out here dating other girls. So I'm just letting you know. So just in case you, you know, I don't, I don't want you to think it's going to be any more than this. Yeah, well, what, happens, is, what happens if a girl says to you, mm-hmm. you know, you start sleeping with her and you really right. like her, but you also have all these other stable women or whatever. Right. And the girl says to you, you know, Mr. Lucario, uh, I'm only into like sleeping with one person at a time. Right. What do you do? Well, if that if that's her if that's the situation, I'll, if she's saying that she doesn't want me sleeping with other women, is that what she's saying? Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of women are, right. don't want to have a lot of uh, you know diseases right. and all kinds of things going right. on that you can't control. Well, well, see, if that's the case, then I would have to tell her that at this time she can't be with me. You know what oh, okay. like, so, so you're just right. got to be completely honest. You right. cannot you lie about out. it. You gotta can't be like, out. oh yeah, we're only seeing each other and right, exactly, and and that, yeah. right, and that's where it gets like. You know, or it, it, shaky, right? Exactly, because you don't want to do that. That's right. that's you not really being like authentic and really being real. Because then now you're 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 messing with her reality. You're messing up her situation by you um, not honoring what she's trying to do. Because the thing is, is that if she explicitly says that, and then she's like, "Oh, you know, I don't feel comfortable being with a guy that's with a, a whole bunch of women." Okay, cool. You know, well, you know, sorry to hear that. Uh, we can be friends or whatever. And, you know, and that's where I'm at right think, now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's it. Now, you know Cam, I mean? would you ever be comfortable doing that? Well, I, I, it brings me to another question, which is I, for myself, I don't know. From I've heard, and I might agree with the idea that casual hookups can, and uh, regularly, like if I were to sleep with two women a day, right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it would it would affect me on a more spiritual psychological level, uh, and it make it would make sex a lot less powerful. It would it seems like it would affect me emotionally in the way that so, I connect so with people. So that wouldn't be for you. I don't think so. I was wondering if right. if you experienced this, Mister Lucario. Um, me technically, uh, not really. Like for me, I look at sex as and, and like you said, people look at it differently. I look at sex as an activity i look at sex you can separate as, sex and love obviously right yeah. right so i look at sex as like you know like it could be anything else like i could be playing dominoes with somebody it's the same activity you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i don't look at sex as 
um, uh, like you can you can have sex with someone you love and you can be in love with someone you're having sex with. But the sex technically doesn't necessarily equate to love in my in my view. Mm. Like I feel like a lot of times people put sex too high on a pedestal. Mm. And then what happens is, is that you start to uh, combine sex as, as as sex is love. You understand mm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. sex basically could have been anything if we could we could have looked at sex as eating a slice of pizza mm. and then we could have looked at eating a slice of pizza as sex and everyone would mm. be like no well you can't eat pizza with that guy How can you, eat pizza? <laughs> well, you are, you are pizza right you are right about something <laughs> i i agree with partially what you're saying and the part right. of i'm saying is that you can have an intense conversation with someone that could be right. more powerful than mm. a sex then you can have like really shitty sex with someone right. you know exactly. and, and the 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 intense conversation could be even more of a sexual nature than mm. this actual sex would have been. Mm. I mean, right, I talk right. a lot to porn stars and they're totally able to do this. You know, right, they're, they're exactly. able to ha- carry on like very intense emotional polyamorous relationships mm. or non-polyamorous relationships. They they are able to have sex with multiple partners or just they'll only have sex with their their um partner um right. and they'll only be uh, kissing their partner and they won't right. they won't kiss their porn star partners it's right, like right. everybody you know it's it, <laughs> there's so many alternative ways of lifestyles that right. you know it, there's polyamory there's all the, all the they're just like it's not always black and white and it's got to be something that has to be discussed obviously when in any relationship right right and also too i think a lot of times people sometimes you have to sit and say to yourself uh why do why do i think about the things the way I think about them. Like what, what makes me feel this way? Where does this come from? Mm-hmm. Where is this, where is this idea or this, um, you know, situation, uh, coming from where I strongly feel this way or that way about mm-hmm. whatever. Why, why do know? I get jealous over right. my exactly. boyfriend <laughs> talking to another girl when I'm, if right. I feel secure with our relationship, why would I feel jealous about that? Right. Right. The same so thing. Like why would I, jeal- why would I feel jealous if he's having sex with another girl? Right. I mean, it's just, it's interesting because the way you think, I think more males feel the way you do, and I think females tend to get attached easier. I don't know. Oh, and, guy, and guys get, yeah, when we get attached easier, guys, uh, they feel like, I own you now. Like, you're mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you can't talk or look at, like, some guys don't even want their girlfriends even talking to another guy yeah. to have a conversation at all. Like, they're just like, yeah. no. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that's not, you know, that's so how it goes. It just gets very, very complicated. But I think the most important thing you said is know yourself. Know what you need right. and know what you're right. capable of. And once you get that done, then you can go out and find someone who's going to be on the same wavelength. Exactly. So you have to know where you are and where you are in your lifetime of, of relationships. Where where are you looking for a relationship or are you looking more for, like, the one-night stands? And, right. Yeah, it all depends okay. on what you're, what you're ready to do and what you want. And how comfortable you are, because like like you were saying, you know, you felt like you don't feel uh, right doing that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. That's cool because that's that's something that's Ooh, authentic you to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you can't, you know, you don't want to do stuff and say, well, let me do it because everybody else is doing it. That's no. the you no, know, that's the wrong yeah. thing to do. Also, you know what I mean? Wow, so, this has been an you? amazing conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for being on a, on the sex talk with my mom. Yeah. Oh, do you have anything for having me? We do you have know. anything to plug? Yeah. What do you want to plug? Yeah, definitely. Uh, make sure you go to my website, mrlocario.com, because on there you can get 
my free uh, ebook, The Magnificent 10 Crucial Dating Tips for Men. That's for the guys. And also for the ladies, you can get my free audio program, Seven Highly Effective Steps to Finding and Keeping a Man. Also, uh, go to my website, badboymembership.com. So for you guys out there, if you want step-by-step dating advice tutorials every month, go to badboymembership.com and join the membership, and you can make that happen. We'll put that all in the show notes and description of this episode. But uh, we also have the one last closing question, which is, have you ever walked in on your parents having sex or have your parents (laughs) walked in on you having sex? Man, um, I don't think I don't think I've walked in on my parents having sex ever. Like, you know, I don't think I've ever heard my parents having. I think I saw my dad kiss my mom like once. I think they they probably did it when I was like not around or at school or something. I'm sure, Uh they did it at least ten times. So somebody (laughs) did something ten times. (laughs) But they and they've never walked in on me um, having sex. I always made sure my door was locked. So you know. Well, but uh, you, but you, you got to do it. You got to make sure you lock the door, put the, the dresser in front of the door. So they, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Lucario. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This has been great. Awesome. Thanks thank again. Thanks a lot. And that was our interview with Mr. Lucario. It was awesome, wasn't it? Phenomenal. I learned a ton about dating and, you know, getting over my own personal approach anxiety in the gym. Yeah, especially I was really interested to hear what you had to say about the whole sleeping with one, one more than one partner and yes. and being honest about that. Totally. I mean, it, it raised a bunch of questions for me. And I yeah. actually, so we're going to start a new thing where or we pitch a question to our listeners. And if you respond to us via email, we will then share that anonymously on our Tuesday Quickie. It's and, a great, uh, it's and a discuss great idea. It. So, so today's question is, da, 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 drum roll. What are your thoughts on sleeping with more than one partner at once? Let us know. Let us know. Send us your answers at sextalkpodcast at gmail.com. And you know what they say. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. You know, we love you all. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.